0: paces, east or west, and the whole picture is changed. And as for human characters, whether real or invented, there are no such animals. Each psyche is really an anthill of opposing predispositions. Personality as something with fixed attributes is an illusion, but a necessary illusion if we are to love. Love. As for something that remains constant, the shy kiss of Melissa is predictable, for example. Amateurish, as an early form of printing. Or the frown of Justine, which cast a shadow over those blazing dark eyes. Or bits of the Sphinx at noon. In the end, says Purse Warden, everything will be found to be true of everybody. Saint and villain are co-sharers. He is right. I am making every attempt to be matter of fact. In the last letter which reached me from Balthazar, he wrote, I think of you often, and not without a certain grim humor. You have retired to your island with, as you think, all the data about us and our lives. No doubt you are bringing us to judgment on paper... "'in the manner of writers. "'I wish I could see the result. "'It must fall very far short of truth. "'I mean such truths as I could tell you about us all, "'even perhaps about yourself, "'or the truths Claire could tell you. "'She is in Paris on a visit "'and has stopped writing to me recently. "'I picture you, wise one, poring over Arnoti's novel mur the diaries of Justine, Nassim, etc., imagining that the truth is to be found in them. Wrong. Wrong. A diary is the last place to go if you wish to seek the truth about a person. Nobody dares to make the final confession to themselves on paper. Or at least, not about love. Do you know whom Justine really loved? You believed it was yourself, did you not? Confes. My only answer was to send him the huge bundle of paper which had grown up so stiffly under my slow pen, and to which I had loosely given her name, Justine, as a title. Months passed after this. A blessed silence, indeed, for it suggested that my critic had been satisfied. Silenced. I cannot say that I forgot the city, "'but I let the memory of it sleep. "'Yet, of course, it was always there, as it always will be, "'hanging in the mind like a mirage which travellers so often see. "'The two or three winters we have spent in this island "'have been lonely ones, "'dour and windswept winters and hot summers.' Luckily, Melissa's child is too young to feel, as I do, the need for books, for conversation. She is happy and active. Now in the spring come the long calms, the tideless, scentless days of premonition. The sea tames itself and becomes attentive. Soon the cicadas will bring in their crackling music, background to the shepherd's dry flute among the rocks. The scrambling tortoise and the lizard are our only companions. I should explain that our only regular visitant from the outside world is the Smyrna packet, which once a week crosses the headland to the south, always at the same hour, just after dusk. In winter, the high seas and winds make it invisible. But now I sit and wait for it. I describe this weekly diversion in some detail because... It was into this picture that Balthazar intruded, one June evening, with a suddenness that surprised me. This evening something like a miracle happened. The little steamer, instead of disappearing as usual, turned abruptly and entered the lagoon, there to drop anchor. The darkness, the silence, were broken now by the uneven lap-lap of oars, and then, after an age, by the chink of city-shod feet upon shingle. A hoarse voice gave a direction. Then silence. As I lit the lamp, the grave face of my friend, like